Well, boys and girls, very, very well done. We'll give you a round of applause again, because that was super. Great to hear your singing and your poetry and your reading and your prayers. Brilliant and brilliant to hear, for us to hear what you've been learning about at Sunday School, all those fantastic things about Jesus. So well done. We're going to have a look uh, for a few minutes at that story that the boys read out to us from Luke 19 about Jesus and Zacchaeus. So let me pray and ask for God's help and then we'll have a look together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all these things that the boys and girls have been learning about you at Sunday School. And we pray that now, as we open up your Bible, that you would teach us and that we would learn more about the Lord Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen. Uh, boys and girls, we're going to start with a quick quiz. It's called, What Have They Come to Do? What have they come to do? Different people are going to come up on the screen, and I want you to tell me what they've come to do. Let's start with this one. Okay, this guy. What has he come to do? Yeah? Bring the stuff from Tesco. Exactly, that's a Tesco man, and he's bringing the groceries. Excellent. Okay. What about this woman? What has she come to do? To do, yeah, kill me. She gives the post to people. Exactly right. She's come to give the post to people. Brilliant. Okay, this is the Coast Guard. What, this is a wee bit harder. What has the Coast Guard come to do? Go for it. Exactly right. The Coast Guard has come to rescue. Maybe someone's drowning, maybe someone's stuck. They've come to rescue them. Um, last one, what about this girl? What has she come to do? Yeah, play basketball. Absolutely right. She's come to play basketball. But our question for this morning is, what about Jesus? What has Jesus come to do? Why did God send Jesus? What was his mission? And that's what we're going to be thinking about. You've got ideas already, which is brilliant. That's what we're going to think about uh, this morning. And to help us find the answer, we're going to go back in time to the day when Jesus met Zacchaeus. Now, boys and girls, if you had met Zacchaeus, my guess is you would not have liked him because Zacchaeus was really rather horrible and mean. You see, he was a tax collector, and his job was to call at your house, take your money, and then give it to the king. And these tax collectors, they just didn't care whether that left you with enough money to buy your food or not. So imagine this. At your door. And you open the door. Who's there? It's a tax collector. You owe money. Uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, how much? 150 Oh, but how am I going to have any money left to buy food with? Not my problem. Oh, but, but I don't know what to do. Well, shall I go and get the Roman soldiers to arrest you? Do you want that? Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll give you the money. Horrible. Just mean. 
But not just that, these tax collectors would also steal uh, some of that money for themselves. And we're told that Zacchaeus wasn't just any tax collector, but that he was a chief tax collector. That means he was a really, really important tax collector. And we're told he was wealthy. In other words, Zacchaeus was clearly very, very good at bullying people and cheating and stealing. He was a greedy grabber. You see, if you'd been able to see inside Zacchaeus and to see inside his heart, to see what he loved and to see what he thought about the whole time and what he cared about and daydreamed about, you would see that he was all about one thing and one thing only. He was all about money. Money, money, money. Zacchaeus absolutely loved it. And that's what made him so horrible. Anyway, one day Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was going to be walking through his city. Now, Zacchaeus, you've got to remember this, Zacchaeus had never met Jesus before. He'd, he'd never even, Zacchaeus had never even seen Jesus. And so he thought to himself, well, I might as well go and have a look to see who Jesus is. But Zacchaeus was short, and everyone else was very tall, so he couldn't see over them. So he climbed up a tree and waited for Jesus to pass by. Now, this next bit is the bit of the story which is really quite strange. Because, you see, Jesus had been walking and talking for miles, Walking and talking, walking and talking for hours and hours, till all of a sudden, without any warning, at Zacchaeus' tree, he suddenly stops. A bit like the way you or I might suddenly stop when we finally find the thing that we've been looking for. Jesus stops. And he looks up, straight at Zacchaeus. Remind me, boys and girls, had had Zacchaeus ever met Jesus before? No. No, he hadn't. And when you come across someone you've never met before, what's the first thing you'd normally say? You'd say, hello, and then what would you normally say? You've never met them before? What do you think? Yeah, go for it, Alfie. What's your name? Exactly. What's your name? Who are you? But when Jesus looks up at Zacchaeus, he doesn't say, what's your name? He says, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, as if he'd known him for years. Very strange. And Jesus goes on, he says, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. Now, boys and girls, tell me, when someone says your name, followed by, come down immediately, are you thinking this is going to be good news or bad news? What do you think, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, well, okay, some thumbs up, plenty of thumbs down. Yeah, you might be thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble here. And maybe that's what Zacchaeus thought too. After all, if Jesus knew his name, then clearly he knew about all of the bad things that Zacchaeus had done as well. But Jesus doesn't say, Zacchaeus, come down immediately, you are in great big trouble. He says, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. In other words, I want to be your friend. 
Now, hold on, we've just got to think, because Zacchaeus was a bully and a thief and a cheat and a greedy grabber and horrible, and yet Jesus says to him, I want to be your friend. What planet is he from? What's going on? Well, Zacchaeus is so happy. He scrambles down the tree as fast as he possibly can. Yes, he says, come on over. My house is just here. You can be my guest. But not everybody was so happy because outside the people, they were not happy. What did they begin to do when they saw this? Let me read verse 7 and think about that question. What did they begin to do? All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. What did the people begin to do when they saw this? Did anyone pick it up? Yeah, mutter, mutter, that's right. They began to grumble, to complain. Doesn't Jesus realize how bad Zacchaeus is? Doesn't he realize how horrible he's been? But inside Zacchaeus' house, things were very, very different. Because now that Zacchaeus was one of Jesus' friends, something amazing began to happen inside, inside his heart. Now, remind me from before, what was it that Zacchaeus loved more than anything else in all the world? Yeah, money. Zacchaeus loved money money. He really loved it. But now that he was friends with Jesus, it was almost as if he just didn't care about money anymore. How could you tell? Because Zacchaeus did something he'd never done before. With a great big smile on his face, Zacchaeus put his hand in his pocket, took out his wallet, opened it, took out his money, and began to give it away. And not just a little bit of money, but loads of it. Just listen to how much he gives away. Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions, half of my stuff to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. So just like that, are you watching? He gives away half of his money, just like that. And then he starts to pay back the people that he's cheated bit by bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. Four times what he took. Now, you might think that that would make Zacchaeus very sad. But no, he's absolutely delighted to do this. So what had changed? What had changed him from being this greedy grabber to being this glad giver? Well, it's because Zacchaeus now had something which was far more valuable than money. He now had Jesus as his friend. He was now part of God's family. And compared to that, money, well, it just became really rather dull and dreary to him. 
Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. In other words, he said, look, Zacchaeus, it is so, so obvious. You've been saved. God has forgiven you and it's totally changed you. You're part of his family. You see, Jesus had sought out, looked for, and saved Zacchaeus, which is the very thing that he was sent on earth to do. It's why God sent him. Jesus says, the Son of Man, that's Jesus, came to seek and to save the lost. That's what he came to do, to seek and to save the lost. You see, boys and girls, and grown-ups too, Jesus came for lost people. He came for sinners. He came for people who've done bad things and who are far away from God. And that is brilliant news because it means that Jesus came for people like us. We might not be as bad as the case was, but all of us have done bad things and all of us have disobeyed God, whether it's by cheating or by lying or through being mean or by hurting or being unkind. All of us are sinners and all of us are lost and far away from God, just like Zacchaeus was. And yet Jesus came for us. And that's brilliant news because it means we don't need to be all clean and shiny and lovely and kind before Jesus comes and invites us to be his friend. He invites us to be his, fr his friend, no matter who we are, no matter what we've done, no matter how bad we may have been. He came for lost people like us. And he came to seek and to save us. Remember this picture, the search and rescue helicopter coming to rescue people, to find people and rescue them. And that's just like Jesus, come to find and save, come to forgive and befriend and change us. You see, boys and girls, Jesus was on a journey. He was really just going through Jericho. He was on his way somewhere else. He was on his way to Jerusalem, which is where he would allow himself to be arrested and killed and die on a cross to rescue us. Because as Jesus died on the cross, um, he was being punished by God, not for his own sin, he didn't have any, but for the sins of people like you and me, for Zacchaeus's sin, and for my sin, and for your sin, to take the blame. See, that's how he can forgive us and become our friend. And all we need to do is to turn to him and to say we're sorry. So boys and girls, just as we finish, two quick challenges for you. Firstly, will you be like Zacchaeus? Uh, Jesus invites you to be his friend, and if you haven't yet accepted that, will you accept his invitation? Will you say sorry for the bad things that you've done? And just like Zacchaeus, welcome him gladly into your life. And then, like Zacchaeus, will you treasure Jesus more than anything else in all the world? Because, of course, when we begin to do that, our hearts begin to change too. So that's the first challenge. Will you be like Zacchaeus? And secondly, will you be like Jesus? Will you join his search and rescue mission for other bad people? Not being like the crowd. Remember the crowd? They were all very proud and grumbly and complainy. They thought they deserved 
to be Jesus' friends. But like Jesus, bringing this offer of friendship to other bad people and praying that they too would accept his invite to be their friend. Boys and girls, you've listened so well. Let's pray, and then we're going to sing. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Lord Jesus. We thank you that he came to seek and to save lost people like Zacchaeus and lost people like us by coming and living and dying on the cross that we might be forgiven and be his friend and be changed. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.